0: So uh, I'm not going to preach tonight. What we're going to do is a hypothetical. Hypothetical. And the people that I'm about to call up here to join me have no idea that they're about to be part of this hypothetical. I haven't told them what I want them or where I want them to land or what I want them to communicate. I'm just hoping that if I ask some of the right questions... They might be able to give some of the right answers. And then at the end, you're going to guess what they're talking about. Yeah. How's that sound? And, and this is like the first time we've ever done it. And who knows? It could possibly be the last time we ever do it too. So, but hey, you don't know unless you have a go. So I'm going to ask you to welcome Jordan to the platform, yeah. if he would come. And, and J Dan, which, you know, you know, there's a bomb called a J Dam. And whenever I hear, think about that, I think of the bomb, J Dan himself. It's a play on words there. And uh, what, about, what about Ethan? And Ethan as well. Get you guys up here. And, uh, and Keely. And Kate. Keely and Kate, you can bring your crocodile, I don't mind. And Kate. How much were you we going to mess this up? And Sarah. On. on the end, they're yeah, hiding right on the end. Okay, I wanted to get a bit of a scattering of um, Hang on. Thorn amongst the roses the mature and, and the younger ones. And I'll let you work out which ones are going to act immature and which ones are going to act mature. Now, as we begin, um, I just want to read a scripture and, um, and just talk about it for a moment and then we're going to get straight into our hypothetical. You guys excited to be up here? You look good. Don't they look good? Come on, let's encourage them because we, we want them to interact. And um, you you need to encourage them as they go as well. I'm going to read a verse, John 17, verse 14 through 16. And Jesus is talking. This is actually his prayer that he prays before he goes to Calvary. And he says, I have given them, talking about us, I've given them your word and the world has hated them because they're not of this world, just as I'm not of this world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world But that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Have you ever felt different from the rest of society because of your faith? Everyone up here has, so I've picked the right people. Um, And I don't mean, the fact is, you should be, because you are. You will be different if you're determined to follow Jesus. And I don't mean in a weird, kooky, got a point to prove, shove it in people's faces kind of way, but simply in the way that you choose to live because of your faith. And so we're going to start our hypothetical and and we're going to start, I just want to show them uh, a word that they are not to mention. I'm not going to show it to you, I'm just going to show it to them. And I want you to get this, okay? That is the unmentionable. Word. Oh, okay. Right. You got it? <laughs> nice. You're, you're so Aussie. You're like ultra Aussie. Okay, great. <laughs> Crikey. And now I'm going to ask you to take one and hand it on and then hand the rest back. And I'll pass it to the other side. And there we go. I hope I made enough for everyone. Someone might get two. One, one each. There you go. Have a good look. Because they're the answers to questions I'm going to ask. And and you're going to contribute. Because um, I'm going to tell you the scenario now. Rightio. The scenario. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. No, I just had to do that. I couldn't resist. There were several people, six in fact, who uh, all happened to be Christians. Uh, Must have all come from Rockville. That's a pretty holy suburb. And so... They came from varying church backgrounds, different levels of spiritual growth, and they find themselves. So, listen up, guys, you find yourselves transferred to a new startup by the company you work for in a foreign country. The language and the culture are different, and the church is persecuted by the government. You can't openly be a Christian. But, The population is, by and large, open to Jesus. Scene one. We're going to whiteboard the kind of info that they will require to survive. Just a few things, just to get the ball rolling. Okay? So I've got a pen and I'm going to write and I'm going to give you scenarios and you've got the answer and you need to finish the sentence to the question there. Have you got it, Geordie? You look really concerned, mate. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. This is going to test your Aussie skills, man. not even Aussie. <laughs> okay. So you're in this foreign country and you all live sort of in close proximity because you're all in big apartment blocks. You work for the same company and so you're all in contact with one another and everyone is feeling the pinch of isolation from home. What do you do about access? access <laughs> We got the right pages? Yeah, Geordie has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, am I writing anything? Not writing anything. I'm just no, you're just saying it. Just saying it? You're just saying it. Yeah, you start that. That's the beginning of your sentence. I heard the best internet provider is my, I'm saying it. Uh, make it up as you go. Let's go with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> 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 okay. Let's, let's call it HS for high speed <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay. High speed, high speed, oh, I think we're going to get the point as we develop, okay? But that's good. That's good. Let's give it up for Geordie. Yeah. He had the right answer. And he's got to tell the whole group. So you're going to tell the whole group. Do it again real quick. I heard the best internet provider is high speed. (laughs) Yes, there we go. (laughs) Now, one by one, you're running out of personal hygiene items, chocolate bars and vanilla Coke. Oh, oh, Come on, who's got the answer? Who's got the solution? 7-Eleven convenience store is located on the corner of the building with the thing on top of it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Does everyone know about the thing on top of the building? Yeah, that's great. Now, isn't this helpful? Here we are getting on. Doesn't it feel awkward? Yeah. In a foreign culture, trying to get along. Okay. No. (laughs) The floor is getting increasingly hard to sleep on. There's nowhere to put your coffee cup. Has anyone got a solution? ain't like me. <laughs> the 7-Eleven convenience <laughs> store <laughs> is located on the corner with the thing on top. <laughs> there you go. We've missed one. Okay, forget that. It was a furniture and bedding store. Okay, head office sends through a training manual that needs to be printed and distributed. The, the library has a printer. You'll find it at the library. <laughs> You <laughs> <or> are joking. Okay. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, I'm we'll keep going. Right. <laughs> if you have to eat another dim sim, your stomach contents will definitely see the light of day. The 7 Eleven convenience <laughs> store. <laughs> so, I think it's you, <laughs> it's me. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, went, I went past a fruit and veg market the other day somewhere near a railway line on the corner of, yep, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> right. Yeah, Oh, yeah, at the intersection where the building with the thing on top and the church. Okay, so the markets. Thank you. We're starting, so now we're starting to eat better. And we're getting stuff to connect to our friends and family back home and to one another, and it's all coming together. We can print off, we can work. Uh, Let's see. Of course you own a scooter, all of you do, because everyone owns a scooter here. But since doing donuts on the wet grass outside the unit block, yours is running very rough. Who can help? You'll find the scooter repair shop at Tavita Mawala's house. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there we go, Kate. Kate got that one. You nailed that one, Kate. Let's give Kate. Kate just got 10 points. She nailed that. Okay. A member of the group who will remain anonymous has a nasty swollen lump on their knee with three suspicious white hairs growing out of it. They've also developed a nasty rash in a more than slightly embarrassing place. You know, my neighbour Sam told me about a medical centre in the next suburb, Woomba. <laughs> Woomba. Okay, very good. So the medical clinic. So there's some of the things that you might need to know. And uh, and I guess here's the scenario. Can you see how people, depending on one another, quickly form a sub community, a subculture? Bruce, I want to spend time with you, I need to spend time with you because I don't know where to get the part for my scooter or get my scooter fixed and I don't know where the medical centre is. And so you could see that people that were forced to very quickly form a little bit of a subculture within the culture. You gather to share info, help each other adapt to this strange new place, share stories of your learning, your mistakes, your resources available, work opportunities, etc. Scene two. How would you exercise your Christianity? And I guess this is for all of us. This is a rhetorical question. How would you exercise your Christianity if yourself and a few other Christian people found yourselves in a new land where there was no Christian presence and the government was hostile toward churches? Here's the scenario. A few of the committed Christians want to bring Jesus into this mix somehow. So I want you to help me pick the committed Christians. I mean, one on each side. Who looks like a real Christian to you? <laughs> come on, who looks like the real ones? Okay, on. oh, everyone's voted Kate. Kate seems to have got an overwhelming an overwhelming vote. Uh, sorry about that, you other two. <laughs> and uh, over here, come on, who's? Oh, Oh, Geordie. That's right, the Holy Spirit internet man. Of course, he's the real Christian. Okay. Okay, so I guess for you guys, I just want to drill down on you. Uh, what would you consider some of the basics of following Jesus? Kate, the mic. <laughs> um, I would start just on loving on people. What's this, sorry? To, to love on people, just to love people. Okay, love people. In general? Great. Because yeah. it comes in many forms. It's being kind. It's being patient with people. You know, that one Corinthians 13 action. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. You go, girl. You keep it. One from you, Jordy. I'd say just like serving people, like really put, having like a selfless, like a selfless attitude to like put everyone else like in front of you before like your, what you'd want to do. So, yeah, serving serving people. Yeah, so, that's, that's yeah. really, that's good. You're not competing with it with love, are you, like, Close. No, it's close. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) Okay, so some some other things. Come on, some practical ways. How do we do Christianity? How are you gonna practice it? You're not coming to a church service. Connect with them. Just Okay, let's say that happens in that context. Yeah, let's say that happens in that context. I guess like being generous. (laughs) I heard like ten people whisper that, so I'm just gonna go with that. But no, so, wait, can you repeat the question, please? I think, what are some of the things that we do to actually, like, grow in God? Spend time with him? Yeah, absolutely. It's How like do we set, do that? setting aside time, like, daily and, and, and coming to a place like this called church. But we can't. Okay, good shot. Um, so, yeah, spending time with him, reading his word, um, journaling. <laughs> That's and great. I'm going to take Raylene. Raylene, Ra- <laughs> you want okay, to trade Bible? <laughs> Let's put two together, Bible journaling. Okay, Bible journaling, come on, we can move it along. What's something else that you'd do? Whoa, you'd pray. Gee, now we're really we're on a roll now. What's something else you might do? Worship. Yeah. And gather. I was going to say that, I was going to fellowship, yeah. Yeah, 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 which, which has come up. So, rightio. So, there's some basics that you're going to do, um, and in, in a sense, that's how you're going to bring Jesus into the mix? Yeah, cool, cool. Is, is that how you bring Jesus into the mix, practice your Christianity? Okay, that's good. Okay, as you journey together, okay, so you're all journaling, journeying together on this. Now you're journeying to, uh, journaling together. Um, you're all facing things in this new culture that trouble you that challenge your perspective and even shake your faith, what can you do to encourage and strengthen each other on the journey? Is this just still the the real, like the the real spiritual? No, this is everyone now, Yeah, Because I think we've had as much input from you, more (laughs) spiritual ones, as we we can cope with. So, great. Thanks for being good sports, guys. I think... um, like when you're going through a hard time, um, I think it's really important to remember the things that God has done in the past. Um, so like reflecting back on what God has pulled through and that actually helps me to have faith that God will pull through again yep. when I'm being persecuted. So maybe sharing testimonies yeah. with one another. Come yep. on, God's done it before. He can do it again. You're going to be okay. Great. What's something else? Um, like if your identity or who you are is being attacked, maybe like actually find scripture where it's like, Affirming what um, who God says you are, yeah, yeah, um, and living that to the best of your ability. Okay, so affirming people with Scripture, correct? Because we're talking now about the group, not just you individually. Okay. Yeah. So what else are you going to do to bring life into the group to encourage people and keep them up? Pray for them. Pray for them, yeah. And I know we've already got prayer, but there's many different forms of prayer. And so, obviously, there's prayer where you keep your own communion with God, but then there's also prayer for people who's ever been prayed for, and it's really like it's touched you and it's shifted something just because someone prayed for you. I mean, prayer is supernatural; it's amazing. Okay, so there's some some things there. Scene three. Do we need these anymore? No, you don't. You can put them down now, anywhere you'd like to. Thanks, Nathan, Ethan. Okay, scene three. Sorry. Nathan, so, so you are now learning some language and your new, new neighbours are keen to brush up on English. You have all begun to connect with, a, uh, with people you believe God could touch if they opened their hearts. And invitations to the group and the odd new face become regular. It has been reasonably easy to get them there as the cafe you meet in is well known to the community. Okay, So now I want to introduce a couple of seekers, a couple of people that are coming to your group. So can we have the extra two chairs? And I want two bona fide volunteers. The Tavita's up here already. Oh, thanks, Dave. Okay. We're going to call him Kevin. We're not going to use real names. and call him Kevin. And, and can we have a girl? Raleen and Raleen. Where's Raleen? And we're going to call her Stacy. Kevin and Stacy. okay? So we've got Kevin and Stacy, and they're coming along to the group too and they've got a really critical role. Get, brace yourself, guys. You've got a real role. As time passes, several of these people have a desire to journey with Jesus now. Kevin and Stacy are two of them. And the group is outgrowing the cafe you've been meeting in. So what will you do? Okay, group. Think about it. What are you going to do? Get a bigger cafe. <laughs> Find a bigger venue. Okay, there's a potential solution. <laughs> You'd like to what? <laughs> Speak into the mic for everyone. Oh, we would multiply. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> what? L. Y. <laughs> ah, Jaden. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so you're thinking of multiplying, you're outgrowing the venue. Who will you choose to do that and why? Sorry, who will you choose to do what? Who will you choose? If you're going to multiply, who will you choose to go and start a new group and why? Come on, look at each other. Who will you choose and why? Yeah, go for it. I'd say, well, T's, T is still a seeker and he's ahead of the curve already. Kevin, 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 Kevin's. Whoever's not his the best real name. at inviting people. <laughs> okay, okay. What was yours? Yeah, they, they actually heard ours. <laughs> Whoever was best at inviting people. Because maybe if you can't bring people, you won't keep people. Okay. Um, and so here you are, you're working through these issues, you're together, you've been assisting one another socially, settling in, finding out how to live in a different country, growing together, sharing Jesus with one another, then sharing Jesus with your community. So the decision is made to pair a couple of your original members who've invited their neighbours in to begin meeting separately. Did I give you guys any of these answers? No, I didn't. Okay. This was not an intentional plan to increase the number of groups, but a necessity born of the life-giving nature of the existing group. As a church, we have a name for this. Can anyone tell me out here what it is? You get a prize. (laughs) This is the card and the the (laughs) word that they weren't allowed to mention. But we actually have something that we do that's very similar to what we just talked about. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, Paul says this, Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And the foreign country scenario, I think, would force us. If you put yourself in the shoes of these people up here, the foreign country scenario would force you to rediscover grassroots Christianity. If you actually wanted to maintain your relationship with God in in a place where you couldn't do that openly, but you knew a few Christians, you would hang out and you would probably most naturally start to do some of the things that have gone up on the board, those things have gone up on the board because it is just Christianity 101. We call it life group, but it is nothing special. It's precious, but it's nothing special. It is just grassroots Christianity, I will pray for you, I will encourage you, I will share God's word with you, Um, I will meet with you, I'll be there for you, I'll be generous towards you, I'll serve you, I'll love you. There is nothing special about that. That is not super Christian. That is basic Christianity. And I guess the, the question I'd ask is do we need to experience a foreign country? Or should we make it our practice now? If, if it's not already our practice, then why not? Why not? Why would we wait for a scenario that would force us to rediscover what it's really all about? When we actually have the opportunity and we don't have to learn another language, the people around us aren't that Against Christianity, the government certainly isn't for all its foibles. It's not like we're persecuted. And we have an opportunity to actually do life with people, to journey with people, to reach out to those around us that may not know Jesus yet and invite them into a circle of love where they can learn what it is to follow Jesus and have their lives change for the better because of his involvement With them, and not only his involvement with them, but the involvement of his people who are determined to be salt and light. I want us to thank our panel tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys have been good sports. Let me pay out on you. And um, uh, thanks seekers for coming. I actually didn't have a role for you other than to look awesome up there on the platform and to fill the eighth chair. Okay, great. Thank you. You can take your seats. And I'm going to ask the team to come. And they're all bringing their own. Yep, they're all taking their own. There we go. And that's it. And I think if I say any more, it'll lose the simplicity of what we just saw. Did anyone just see something then? It was like that. That's simple. Yes? No? The main thing is, do you see yourself in it? Do you see yourself in it? Or or are you spinning off out here maybe as a cultural Christian rather than a Christian in culture? And there's a massive difference between being a a person who sort of goes to church and has been acculturalized to a Christian-like lifestyle and one who is determined to live the gospel out in practical ways. And so there's the challenge for us tonight. And I want to encourage us in 2020, let's not miss it. Let's, uh, let's get in on what God's doing because, you know, we might call this life group, but that's just a handle we put on something that's been happening for 2,000 years. That's all it is. It's just grassroots Christianity. It's just being salt and light to those around you and in the community that God has put you in. Can I pray for you tonight? Would you stand with me tonight? And uh, I'd love to pray for you. Father, I thank you that we are really no longer foreigners and, and strangers or aliens, but we're members of your house. And uh, and Father, I pray that you would help us to live the life that Jesus has given us, to live in obedience to your word and to to live in life in such a way that our lives affect others. Our lives bring light and bring healing and bring joy, bring a sense of purpose, bring a sense of vision to the lives of others. Father, use us, I pray, in all of the different scenarios we find ourselves, in the, in the marketplace, in our families, our homes, with our friendship groups and friendship circles, in sporting clubs and, and educational institutions, wherever we find ourselves, Father, help us to be salt and light in Jesus' wonderful name. Um, You know, just while we're here in this moment of worship, I've talked about and we saw a scenario up there and of course it was very contrived, picking people just uh, at random and getting them to sit up there and try and work out what basic Christianity is. Um, And it is loving others and it is receiving the love of God. It is having God in your life and, and not doing the journey alone. And just before we close tonight, maybe that's not your experience. Maybe you haven't had that experience of what it is to journey with others who who are going to be you know, caring towards you, loving towards you, encouraging you, you know, probably just sowing good things, good words and opportunity into your life. Maybe that hasn't been your experience. But friend, can I encourage you? Make, make sure it is your experience in 2020. Um, and if you're here tonight, obviously your heart's open. Obviously, uh, on some level, you're, you're a seeker. And, um, and I just want to encourage you, you know, tonight could be that time when you open your heart and, uh, and allow Jesus to, to come right into your life. To, you know, tonight and these moments could be a point of surrender where you go, you know what, God, I'm ready. I'm ready to really open my heart wide to you and see what you can do in my life. So while our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, Friend, if, if that's you, I want to give you an opportunity just to respond to Jesus tonight. In a few moments time, we're going to pray a, a simple prayer together, the whole congregation. We'll put it up on the screen. It's up on the screen there now, so you'd know what you'd be praying. And it's a simple prayer of commitment, just opening your heart. We use it just to open our heart to Jesus. We pray it in every service. But tonight, maybe you've never done that. Maybe you've never really taken that big step towards God. Or maybe you have in the past, but Things haven't gone so well. You've fallen away and you realize it's time. It's time I took one big step right back towards Jesus. And if that's you tonight, you, you want to do that, would you just raise your hand right where you are really quickly? I'm not going to prolong it, but just really quickly, friend, just make this that moment of opportunity, that moment of decision, where you connect your life back to the life of God. If that's you, just raise your hand up right where you are. Then we're all going to pray together. We're going to pray together, not going to prolong it. Fantastic. Let's all pray together tonight. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I'll follow you. Amen.